The views and opinions expressed on MS Project Podcast by the host and the guests are solely their own and in no way represent the opinions and policies of their respective companies or Microsoft. Welcome to the MS Project Podcast, the essential source for news and information on everything Microsoft Project, EPM and PPM. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Microsoft Project Podcast with your hosts, Dave Fletcher, that's me, and Prasanna Adavi. Say hello, Prasanna. Hello, everyone. In this episode, we're going to be talking about or talking to uh, yet another very special guest. His name is Marcus Waldinger. Uh, Marcus, say hello, and please, if you would, introduce yourself. Hello, together. It's a great opportunity to be on your podcast today, and a quick introduction Myself, I'm Marcus Waldinger. I'm a manager at Compliance Shot and also a Microsoft MVP. And I have several years now experience with project, professional project server, and also SharePoint. I think my first customer implementation was uh, Project Server 2003. And since then, I'm in the business and working yeah, any kind of customer from very small implementations until the bigger ones up to real big enterprise implementations, and that will be one part we will talk about today. Very nice. So so where are you actually based out of, Marcus? I'm based in Atlanta. But I suspect not originally from Atlanta, right? No, originally I'm from Germany. Um, my roots are in the beautiful south of Germany in Stuttgart, where the nice cars are built. I grew up there, and then I started to work for Campana and Schott in Germany. And I was uh, lucky to be transferred to the U.S. last year to support and work for Campana and Shot Incorporated in the U.S. Well, we're certainly glad you're here. And gosh, I feel a little bit in awe of you two. Uh, I'm I'm on the phone with two Microsoft MVPs, and I feel I'm just a commoner. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but you are the most important guy. The customer is the most important guy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we wield that power. Yeah. All right. So, so Marcus, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for agreeing to be um, on this episode um, as a guest. I know this is taking time away from your work, uh, so we really appreciate it. I really appreciate the opportunity to be here. No problem at all. Uh, for listeners, uh, Marcus and I actually met in person at the MVP Summit that happened in November, um, and uh, we had a very good discussion. There were a lot of other discussions, and uh, eventually find out we agreed Marcus agreed to be on the podcast. I kind of convinced him at that point. Um, so very nice. The topic for today that Marcus we wanted to talk about is uh, one of the very hot topics I see coming up all the time in the forums, all the time on LinkedIn discussions, um, in- integration of project server or project online with third-party line of business systems. Um, I think there is a lot of um, uh, curiosity around this. There is a lot of um, questions around what is the best practice, how far can you go with this customization, how far can you go with integration, 
what is the right way to do this all these questions i'm sure you have seen yourself to many many questions coming up in the forums um, right so that's what we want to talk about today let's let's hear from you so you have probably you have worked on several of these integration uh, kind of projects so wh- where does it all start how why does somebody want to integrate something with project server at all well usually when you want to integrate um you're looking for a way to keep your existing systems your existing infrastructure in place because it addresses some requirements or some needs that project server and project online could not meet a typical example for that would be if you're working in software development and you're using visual studio or jira together with a tfs server then um, how do you track your projects because you typically have a project manager on the business side and you have developers working in their systems and somehow you want to connect the information another typical scenario more in the bigger enterprises is integrating financial systems or reporting systems when we think about project server of course you can track your actuals your resource costs and project proposals in there but bigger companies usually have a erp system in place as well where resources are created managed where project proposals are created and managed budget tracked etc so everything on top of the operational project and portfolio management and what you can do some of those parts with project as well um i would expect a accountant will like to stay in this financial system while the project manager will stay in the pm system and with that you can have best of both worlds for the real target groups and exchange the information which is necessary right uh, i think you have hit upon a uh, one of the critical points especially about cost maintenance um we uh, I, i get asked a lot of times why can't we maintain all these costs in project server um project server absolutely can do cost management to a certain extent but it should not be your cost management system um and there are better it's it, you have to pick the right tool for the right piece of work in which case sap or any of the erp systems are better suited which one do you see the most common integration that comes up is it uh, more for reporting or uh, financial systems out of the ones you mentioned which one is more common you think the most common integration is actually with financial systems like sap and oh. reporting is part of that but the main requirement is integrating the financials because as you mentioned you can track your costs with project but when it comes to purchase orders to invoices and to track those as well then you are better with a financial system like sap but you still want to have the numbers from your project and you don't want to copy and paste them manually so uh, just so to help our listeners who may have not done integration before or who are thinking of how does how does this all happen can you give us an example as to how an integration scenario would look like sure um there are typical two scenarios um let's assume you have already a erp system in place where you request projects where you request a budget and then you get a budget approved and then you have to create a project so in this case scenario 
I would say the financial system is the leading system to initiate budgets and create projects. Um, I'm talking about SAP because that's a customer example we implemented not long ago where the whole workflow project and budget approval was in SAP. And then with the uh, integration software called uh, CS Connect, we were able to pick okay. up that data, the project attributes from SAP and create automatically a project in project server already with a template behind and with the permissions set up based on the users or the user workflow in SAP. So after um, the budget was approved in SAP, the project manager was already able to uh, detail out and plan out his project. And then in the second step, let's say a few weeks later, um, he updated his project plan, he assigned resources, he had some actuals. That data was then transferred back to SAP. And there you could then have the detailed comparison between the approved budget and the planned budget for project and, of course, the actual. So um, to make it short, one scenario very common is the financial system is the leading system. Then the second common scenario uh, is vice versa. You use Project Server, you use the workflows there, you use everything in Project Server to initiate projects, to detail them out, but then uh, you may have SAP or PeopleSoft or another software for time tracking. Um, then you could use the information from your project plan, transfer that information to a time tracking system, and give then the resources the possibility to track their time there. And also, in the other direction, you would then get the actuals from that external time tracking system and update the project plan accordingly. So those are two typical scenarios, um, one with the financial system, the leading one, and the other one with project as the leading system. Now, if you would think about um, why not tracking the time, for example, in Project Server, there is one uh, good reason for that. Let's think about your organization, where you do not only have projects, but you want to or have to record all the, your time. And um, while you could do that with some workarounds in Project Server, I would expect that a full time tracking system like SAP or similar gives you more opportunities even for your non-project related work and organizations. So these are yeah, typical scenarios and requests we are dealing with. Awesome. Thanks. That's a really good overview, Marcus. Um, wanted to ask you too, what are the things like as an integrator and an implementer, a solution implementer, what are in these types of integration problems, what are the things that like get you every time? What are the, the hiccups and the hang-ups, the uh, biggest problems that you run into that you have to solve on uh, project after project? Right, yeah. Um, with an integration, you can think of as a very complex environment. So the whole IT infrastructure, the whole IT organization of a customer needs a level of maturity to handle that kind of stuff because different system means different accounts in the worst case you have to synchronize. 
um, the best case, you have one account for everything, but that's not always the case. So these are challenges we are facing. And well, from a project view as an implementer, we're dealing with different parties with the business, which has certain requirements, with financial people, which have their requirements, and of course then project people. And bringing all of them together is always a challenge. Because when you start thinking about the integration, the process behind the integration, the data flows, you see where might be some gaps in the organization as well. And it's not always solvable with a tool. Sometimes you end up with a process discussion while you were just thinking about a simple data flow. <laughs> so it's not necessarily just as simple uh, as defining the uh, the the field in the source system that you want data to come from and identifying the field in the target system where you want the data to end up. There's a whole lot that happens in between, right? Exactly, exactly. Um, easiest way or the simplest way is, uh, as you said, field mapping one-to-one. -one. But when you start about aggregating some data, um, let's refer to one example where you manage a work package in the one system and you have the detailed tasks in project, then you have to sum up the hours or the actuals uh, to a certain level, and then you already get into a process discussion, and it's not that simple anymore. But um, with our experience we have here um, for a long time now, we are able to lead those discussions and guide the customers in the right direction without ending up in endless process discussions. Now, does Project Online make any of this integration easier, or does it make it harder, or does it not really matter as compared to uh, like an on-prem solution? Um, it adds uh, another level of complexity to the whole integration, because Project Online is hosted in the cloud, so you have to deal with security, you have another security layer um, just by um, integrating a cloud system with your on-prem system. So somewhere in your on-prem infrastructure, there must be a gateway. So that's a, another technical uh, challenge here. But also from Project Online itself, um, with a new way of getting data like OData, we have now more ways to access data and to write data. And this also adds another complexity. But um, Project Online and Project Server are based on the same API. We have the same interfaces available until a certain extent. And when we have all those environmental and connection challenges solved, then we are in the same configuration area as with an on-prem implementation. Uh, very good. So, uh, just taking you back to uh, the previous scenario, uh, previous question rather, uh, in terms of uh, challenges in integrating, I would assume the overall maturity of the organization also plays a part, right, in terms of using 
project server and in terms of using the other systems, um, whether whether project server is being used by all the groups and to what level they plan, all those discussions also come into play, right? That is correct, yes. That's a big part of the discussion. And it depends how we approach the customer, how we are part um, of the implementation. Sometimes the customer already has project server and already has the financial system. And then we just discuss the integration. But um, in most of the implementations, we do also the project server implementation. So we can design the PM tool and the integration part to the requirements of the customers. And yeah, as you just said, that's one of the challenges um, to give the people the right tool and have everything in place how they expect it. So how do you handle those kind of scenarios where, um, uh, let's say, the customer just started using Project Server um, and uh, maybe, I mean, it is, this is more very likely scenario where they already have, let's let's talk SAP for an example. So they all, it's very likely that they already have SAP, been there for a long time, they're using it, um, but, but they recently started using Project Server and they call you in for to discuss integration. So uh, you know that the customer is not mature enough to accept an automated data transfer between project plans and this line of business system. So 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 give me your thoughts on this. I mean what how would you approach this? Do you discourage them from integrating until they hit a certain maturity level or do you say okay let's do this and it makes the whole thing easier? The adoption is here. How do you handle it? Um, first, before we talk about the automated integration in that scenario, um, I would actually challenge the customer regarding his maturity in the project planning. So what is the overall quality of the schedules he has? And um, how can we support that in case there are some gaps or differences between schedules to come to a certain standard. And then the next step would be um, what are the requirements on the SAP side? So what data do you typically provide to SAP, either in a report or manually? And then if we have the full picture here, what is um, their overall quality of scheduling, what are the requirements of the financial system, then we can start to talk about automating the data transfers. Um, one thing I recognized with customers when they hesitated to implement the automated system, that they would lose control or that some data would be transferred to the financial system which they still think of draft data, not uh, public to the financial controllers or that kind of thing. Um, in that case, we would also talk about the control mechanisms, giving them control over the data they want to transfer so that you still can control. Um, it's very similar to the save and publish in project. You could 
control different tasks in the data you actually want to transfer or want to make visible to take that hesitation away. Right. And, and the, the reason I ask that question, um, if I may interrupt just for a second, the reason I ask that question is I have... I'm of the of the camp that says you got to perfect your process manually first before you put, use a tool to automate that. Uh, but there, I have also heard uh, equally compelling arguments where people say uh, if you automate certain things, it is much easier to use, so adoption will be higher. Now th that will increase the maturity indirectly. Um, so I just wanted to know your thoughts on that 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 school of thought, basically. Um, I'm more a fan, and that's my personal opinion, of uh, you have to understand what's going on, so you have to be capable of doing all the things manually to benefit from the automation as well. But I know the other approach as well, and... It really depends on the customer. I've seen both ways working. But let's talk a, bit, a little bit about um, forcing or, let's say, using the automation to increase the schedule quality or to increase the planning. And when you do that, um, you have to provide some guidance in a way that you have a schedule template outlined probably already with some information pre-filled that makes the integration easier. And then you still have to give the project manager or the user some guidance how to maintain his schedule in order to allow the integration. Of course, you can have all business rules, validation rules that wouldn't allow, for example, to save or publish a plan if it doesn't fulfill integration requirements, but with that approach, I think it's very frustrating for a customer um, to try and fail until he actually has the right setup. And that's why I think it's very important uh, to understand and to be capable of doing the things manually and then benefit from the integration. Right. I, I, I mean, you make a very uh, good argument there. Uh, I'm, I'm also the firmly in the, in the school of thought where you need to perfect the manual process first. But once in a while, I'm like, okay, why can't we just automate this whole thing? And the customer clicks a button and everything happens by itself. So sometimes I'm, I'm tempted very much. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, once I had a customer who was talking about the magic button in Project Professional, that would resolve all his conflicts in the schedule. So still trying to invent that. I know. Now, you wrote an article recently about uh, customizing the, the ribbon in Microsoft Project. Did you, did you identify the hidden location of that button? I haven't found that button. Still looking for it. <laughs> <laughs> that one's going to be a hot seller, let me tell you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Still uh, modest. Good. Um, so, so let's uh, come, let's come back to the whole integration topic we're talking about. So, I, I, I know Companion Shard, the company you work for, has certain products that makes this integration easier. Um, would you want want to talk about that a little bit? Sure. Uh, actually, it's one product. It's called uh, CS Connect, 
And that product um, is a middleware with a typical logic to extract data, transform data, and load data into a system. Um, the very big deal and nice um, solution with CS Connect is that it can connect practically to any system where you have a structured data. It could be a SQL database, Oracle database, any accessible database. It could be um, web services, it could be the project server interface, and as well as SAP interfaces and so on. So it's quite flexible in um, integrating different systems, almost like a enterprise bus system, but from the history and from the past clearly focused on project. And that um, middleware is designed to give you a core engine with a web administration UI, also with all the security, the logging you need for such a solution. And then you can start to design the data flows from any source to any target system, and including some transformation like aggregation, some up, some figures, etc. Um, so it's quite flexible. I try to just um, hit the surface right now, otherwise I could talk for hours about the possibilities. So a few questions. Um, so does the middleware actually sit on one of the project server servers, or does it? Is it on its own server? Uh, usually we install it on one of the servers that are part of the project or SharePoint farm. But when we talk about project online, it would be running on a separate server. And here we have the flexibility um, to benefit from one of those hybrid scenarios where you just could host the application server also in Microsoft Azure in the cloud or on any application server you have running within your environments. Okay, so so I was going to ask you about the project online piece. So do you, is, is that an app? Is, do you have apps that run in Project Online or you would put it on a server on-prem and then connect to Project Online? Uh, we have some apps, but regarding the integration with CS Connect, this is a still a .NET application okay. and it would run on a dedicated server and connect to Project Online, but it would not be added as an app to Project Online. One of the things I have seen uh, with a couple of other products is that a lot of it is actually custom coded for that particular customer. So is your product uh, more about customization or is it something the, the customer could configure it themselves if they knew how to do it? Right. Um, it's a standard product. It's not custom coded for customers. Um, with respect to the core engine. So all the business logic, the transformation logic, all the connectors, they are part of the core engine. But from time to time, um, you have to connect to a system which we haven't foreseen yet. Then it could be that we custom develop just the connector part for a specific customer and add that to our library 
of available connectors. Um, just one example here. SAP consists of a lot of modules. One is the CATS um, cross-application timesheet, and another one is for HR. And both modules require a certain connector. Now, if you have some custom code in your SAP environment and you need some data transfers which are not covered by the standard interfaces, then we could provide a custom interface as well, but the core engine will still be our standard product, which also gets updates from time to time. Very nice. Um, so we keep talking about integration, but uh, as you are talking about the CS Connect, uh, one, another thing that comes to my mind was something you mentioned, reporting, right? So I could also use CS Connect to just pull data from two different systems and aggregate them into a SQL database and use that for my reporting, right? That is correct, yeah. And not only that, um, uh, with connecting to different systems, um, you could also add some business logic to it and transform the data before you push it to a SQL database, data warehouse, or anything like that. Okay, that's very nice because I think it's not doesn't have to be always overwriting data or posting data into one or the other system. It can be a simple pull data from here, pull data from there, and connect it into a reporting database. Exactly. And I got that questions uh, a while ago, how we could um, exchange project data with contractors or external suppliers. And then I thought about a scenario where you as an organization, you have your project server on-prem, but for certain projects, um, you have project online. So you manage in two different places, uh, different projects, but then CS Connect could pull the data from both systems and provide it as a common data set for reporting, for example. Nice. That's actually So that actually reminds me of another scenario, very close to one, which is where... Uh, the resources have different cost rates, right? So uh, that's uh, very difficult to, uh, it's not impossible, but very difficult to make it, model it in project server itself. Uh, when users have certain costs internally and certain costs externally, consultants like us, pretty much. So uh, in, that, in those cases, I could store some costs in a SQL database and my reports could come from there, and data could come from Project Server using CS Connect, right? Exactly. Right. So, That's uh, Very nice. So, uh, in my opinion, I think, uh, like I said at the beginning, in integration with Project Server data is gaining more and more emphasis because the data is not in a silo anymore. Um, so, I think uh, your product and, in general, the process itself will be really helpful to uh, all the customers. Uh, right. With almost any bigger project server implementation, we get the question, how can we integrate with our existing systems? So it's very common. Right. That's where, because that's where the real value of data is. Otherwise, it's just data. Right. So, uh, Dave, any uh, concluding questions? Well, I just think, you know, the point's been made, but I, I guess I just think that... Um, 
systems do need to talk. We're, you know, our systems are inherently integrated or, or, or want to be anyhow. Our, I should say, our work processes are integrated. So the data that stands behind them needs to be as well. All right. So, um, so thank you, Marcus, for being on the podcast again. Um, uh, it has been a pleasure talking with you. So, thank uh, you for being here. Marcus, thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to join us. It's uh, Well, actually, it's probably into your evening. Or No, I'm sorry. You're here in Atlanta now. You're not in Germany anymore. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much again. Thanks, Marcus. Thank you. Thank you All right. Much. Take care now. Bye-bye. Bye.